and Luke. Hello and welcome Hello. to Tech Talk Hello. Live. It is Tech Live. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. The date is June the um, 24th. Yeah, one of those. I think it's June 24th. June 24th. Welcome everybody. Yes, indeed. Hope everybody's having a lovely day so far today. Yeah. Um, and welcome to Tech Talk Live. This is your number one resource for. Tech Talk Live. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, this is your number one resource for assistive technology yes, focusing on individuals with visual impairments. Indeed. Actually, yeah, it's funny that you should say your number one resource for Tech Talk Live uh -huh. because out of interest, recently I did a Google search on Tech Talk Live. Ooh. And actually, you know, TEC, as we yeah. spell it. Yeah. Uh, Tech Talk Live, and uh, apparently there's a bunch of places out there that <laughs> have all, all that are all <laughs> using the name, same yeah. same idea. Yeah, and they they all have their own different uh, kind of. Do they topics. all put on their number one resource? <laughs> <laughs> they, they most likely do. Yeah, I think we're the only assistive technology tech talk that works. Live, so okay, good. Yeah. So welcome everybody. Who are you? Um, uh, my name is Nigel, and I'm joined by. Uh, I. I don't, I'm not that quick on my feet, so I'm just going to go with Corey Ballard. This is Corey Ballard. I am Luke Scriven, Assistive <laughs> Technology Specialist here at Vision Forward in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh, today we're going to be taking a look at some assistive technology for the classroom. Corey, why are we looking at assistive technology for the classroom? Yeah, so we are being joined by some uh, TVI or t Teachers of the Visually Impaired, some students. Um, they're going to be joining us today, and so we wanted to focus on technology technology specific for the classroom. Now, some of the technology we have already covered in past Tech Talk Lives, but you know, most of it has been months probably at this point. So yep. those who have been following us from day one, and I know there's a number of them, uh, might say, hey, I've seen this before, but um, I think for a lot of you, it will be new. The other thing I wanted to say too is the, the technology we're focusing on today, it is all very, um, you know, it is appropriate for the classroom. Things we're not going to be covering today is, uh, and this one we get a lot of questions about this, is like screen sharing. If I'm uh, a teacher working with a smart board, how mm -hmm. can my students screen share? Now, we may cover that in the future, but... Um, you know, there's, that, that topic is so difficult because you just don't know what everyone's setup is. Very so true. it's not, you know, but uh, we're going to be focusing more on kind of hardware devices, uh, both from a low vision standpoint and then also uh, some iPad stuff from a blindness perspective. Indeed we are. And if anybody would like to chime in with any comments, then uh, please feel free to use the chat. Uh, if you've got any suggestions for specific technologies which uh, you enjoy using in the classroom um, or your children enjoy using in the classroom, then yeah, uh, for sure. please feel Things free to put those in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you've got uh, basically anything of interest to say, then please just stick it in the chat. And even including if it's not interesting. Oh, no, even if it's not interesting. We will be reaching out uh, during joke corner hour uh, for people's jokes. So you can actually start putting them in now. Yes. If Although you I can. do actually have a joke lined up. I'm oh, you do? Sure. Yes, I'm okay. not sure if you, if you knew that or not. I didn't. No, so it's going to be a surprise even to you. I will. I can. I'm very excited. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we need a theme tune for... Oh, that's show. not a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know what? I think I have one, actually. That'll okay. work really well. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so much a theme tune as just... Oh, yeah. That should really come it's, after the joke. It's actually... The, well, it's before and after. Well, I mean, we can just... They are that bad. We can just prep people for, <laughs> for the truth. Um, so yes, put your uh, put your comments in the chat uh, or the Q&A either way, and yeah. we shall get to those as we go along, as we normally do. Um, ACVREP. For those uh, who are interested, yes. we uh, do, our, our Tech Talk Lives are eligible for ACVREP credit. 
you can head over to vision-forward.org slash techtalklive and you'll find all the information there, um, specifically looking under the ACVREP resource heading. You'll find a link to the evaluation form. You can fill that evaluation form out. Part of that form does include uh, putting in an entrance and exit code. And so we will give you the entrance code. That was a very good uh, delay that you, yeah, you built in there. So, okay, we're ready. All right, uh, yes. today's entrance code yes. is schools. Yes, it is. Schools. schools. We'll, and we will, we will accept singular or uh, plural. I feel like you're being a little bit too generous there. Well, it we needs also to be, spelled it very differently, and spelling has to be exact. Well, it has to be school apostrophe S. Oh. Because, I mean, if we're talking about school, we obviously want to make sure we're getting things grammatically correct. But who right? is it a possessive schools? Well, you have or to find is it out. just plural? Maybe there's the more than one school. <laughs> well, we don't know yet, do we? We're mm, going to find out. Yeah. Uh, so let me type that in the chat here. Or is it a, yeah, or is it a, what you call it? Contraction. Yes. Is that right? Can it, school idea. is schools? <laughs> right, anyway. It's been a long time since school. Anyways, <laughs> don't listen to us. Anyways, go to vision-forward.org slash techtalklive and uh, you can fill out your evaluation form. We do have uh, from Wanda uh, saying thank you for allowing us to join from Concordia University. Oh, perfect. So uh, you are quite welcome. And from Margarita, singular possessive. That's very true. Singular possessive. There you go. Thank you. This is uh, Grammar Talk Live. Yes. Uh, with your host, uh, Luke Corby, and Margarita, who knows a lot more Way than Way more than, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just, yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, OK, so joke of the day. Oh, if yeah. anybody has a joke, please feel free to put it in there. But this is my joke. And anybody who knows the answer, if you click on your uh, typing fingers, then feel free to get it in there. OK. Here we go. Corey. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Hit me. Why did the chicken go to the seance? Why did the chicken go to the seance? Um, idea? Want, it wanted to know why it was crossing the road. You're almost on the right oh, track, but okay. it, it's, it's, it's even simpler. Okay. Because right. it was on the other side of the road? Very, very close. <laughs> the right. chicken went to the seance yeah. so it could get to the other side. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. Oh. That's, I mean, um, yeah. I don't know that I... Uh, I'll give you that one. Hey, hey. that's the first time ever. Yeah, I uh, would have, I would have given you a laugh, but um, yeah, we don't think it's worth that. Well, I don't <laughs> think it's worth that anyway. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, somebody did say here wanted to know what's on the other side. So oh, there you go. Call. Two good points. Call. Good call. All right. Um, do we have anything else we need to say at the top of this? I don't think so. I think we okay. can. We got a lot to cover. We got tons of devices today, so maybe we just dive right in. Let's dive in. All right. All right. So we're going to uh, we're going to switch uh, cameras here. Here we go. All right. First of all, what do we have here? Uh, well, we have a handheld electronic magnifier, and this is obviously a very useful device for people who are in school or out of school. Mm -hmm. Um, this is going to allow you to magnify and change the color of any text that you want to read. Makes sense. And uh, yeah, so this is basically almost like an optical magnifier in the sense that it is handheld, uh, but it has a camera and it has a screen. And this one also has a handle that folds out, which is kind of useful. So the basic idea is we will turn on the device and put it on top of whatever uh, we are wanting to read. And in this case, I just have a 8.5 by 11 with some printed text on it. We will place the electronic magnifier on top. And um, onto the screen, then, will be displayed whatever words the camera is looking at. 
and with some buttons. And these are usually very simple to use. So this particular one has got six buttons, three on each side. Um, but you actually only need to, you don't, don't necessarily even need to use all of those. Um, but what we can do here, we can adjust the magnification, increase, and decrease. Let me actually get to the maximum magnification here, just for fun. There we go. So at maximum magnification, we fit the word the on the screen. It's a little bit of slow reading. Yeah, you would, yeah you would, that definitely wouldn't be the best if you were reading a sure. book. Um, and the minimum magnification. And at minimum, we're fitting maybe six words on the screen, okay. obviously, depending on how large the words are. On the left, we have uh, buttons to change the color. And so there's a number of different colors to choose from. Uh, this is a, a yellow on blue. Uh, we have a yellow on black. This is regular color. We have a high contrast of black on white and a high contrast white on black. So a few different colors. So this is super useful because not only does it allow us to enlarge whatever text we're looking at, but it also allows us to change the color of it for um, better uh, contrast. So depending on the visual condition, some people may only need to change the color and not need any magnification. Other people may need a combination of magnification and um, you know, contrast enhancement. Some people might just like to magnify without actually uh, changing the color. Now, the nice thing about this device is it's very portable. These come in all sorts of different sizes. So this one is about a 6-inch screen or something like that. We could get screens going up to maybe 12, 13 inches mm -hmm. um, for, that, for a handheld device, and as small as 3.5 inches. But obviously, the smaller the screen, the less text that we're going to fit on there. And so uh, with this particular device, we get about six words on mm -hmm. the screen, as I said, at the minimum magnification. Obviously, the larger we need it, the less words we're going to get on the screen. And um, because we don't fit many words on the screen, if you want to sit down and do large reading tasks, like reading a book or something like that, this probably isn't going to be the most efficient device for, for that particular purpose. Um, so that's something worth, worth bearing in mind. But these are definitely used very commonly by our clients. And uh, bearing in mind, like we don't generally work with school-age clients so much. Um, but um, the reason that people like these is you can take them out with you. And so if you need to go to a restaurant and read mm -hmm. a menu, if you need to go to a store and look at price labels, if you need to move between classrooms, right, at school, yeah. you know, go to yeah, diff different sure. classrooms, yeah, take this around with you. Great for um, spot reading. Great for spot reading, yeah. So those small reading tasks. Um, that um, that you might want to do. Like I say, generally very simple to use. And this one includes a handle. And so you can hold it kind of like a regular uh, handheld optical magnifier. And the handle on this one is actually kind of cool because you can either have it um, coming out completely horizontally from the screen, or you can actually fold it into this 45 degree position um, if you find it easier to use like that. And you do kind of need a steady hand to uh, to read like this. Uh, but some people, and you know, some people prefer it like this. And also, depending on what you're looking at, if you're trying to look at something on the wall, for example, mm -hmm. you know, the handle will be very useful for for doing that type of thing. So there's many different manufacturers and many different models of these, but the basic features tend to be. Yeah. The same, essentially. Yeah. You know, so um, for for the most part, um, it's just the size of the screen that you're going to be interested in. Maybe whether it has a handle or not. Mm -hmm. um, battery life tends to be about two and a half to three hours. Some of them are able to read aloud to you as well. Mm -hmm. This particular one is not, but some of them are. Um, some of the newer ones in particular. And so uh, we're going to have a look at that technology. Um, but if you want something that's able to read the text aloud to you, um, then some of these devices can do that, as well as displaying the text on the screen as it's being read. Sure. And so even for people um, you know, with other print disabilities that uh, aren't necessarily kind of low vision related, um, that type of technology can, can be useful for sure. 
Um, the last thing that I'll show you with this, you can freeze the image on the screen. So uh, even if I move the paper out of the way, now I've frozen the image on the screen. So if you need to kind of uh, look at some text and you want to bring it closer to your face, then uh, you're able to freeze the image and then bring it closer in toward your face. So again, uh, all of these will have that feature. Some of them allow you to save those images, and some of them uh, do not. Now, I will say, <clears throat> before we go any further, yeah. this is Tech Talk Live. It is. I don't know if you knew, but this is Tech Tech Talk Live. Right, I got gotcha. you. But yeah. when we say tech, I feel like we generally feel high tech. Oh, sure. Right? That, that's what generally what we deal with here. Yeah, yeah. But tech doesn't have to be high tech. No. Tech can be low tech. Very much so. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe it would be more efficient to print off, uh, to try and get some large print books. Sure. You know, or print off things in, in large print. Um, you know, it's, you don't necessarily have to go high tech all the time. It's definitely worth considering the low tech options first. Especially when you're dealing with younger students yes. or students with multiple disabilities, you know the, this. You know when we look at like this device, it's great and does a, uh, does a good job. But there's a cost factor. There is a uh, you know being able to use it. There's a keeping it safe. You know, and you're right. Sometimes the best solution is the simplest solution. And like you said, that could just be printing out. Large print. It could be yep. getting large print books. That yep. could be even a just of like things. a regular magnifying glass. Yep. Dome know, magnifier. Um, yeah, I mean, you yeah, just yeah. You sufficient know. lighting. Mm -hmm. You know. So there's other things to consider, um, but uh, you know, at some point, and you'll know, you know, depending on the student and how well yeah. they're doing with the with the lower tech side of things, if it's not working, then you can consider going to a, a more high tech uh, device. Yeah. Oh, I just saw we have a joke here. Should we? Uh, should oh, we, let's we break in from Kenneth. All right. What do you call a, a bear with no teeth? I don't got it. I don't know. A gummy bear. Oh, that's pretty good. It's pretty that's good, Ken. Excellent. I like it. I like it. That's right uh, up. It's perfect for what we. Have. It's perfect for our joke. It's like the hour. perfect standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so that was just a quick look at this particular um, video magnifier. Uh, this particular one is called the Ruby XL HD from Freedom Scientific. But oh, um, like I say, there's there's many. It really. You're right. I mean, when it comes down to these, it, a lot of it is going to come down to what like ergonomic design you like best what what buttons are easier for you to see or push or find yep. which yep. one you know I, I think even from a camera quality and a screen quality standpoint you'll probably you will see some differences in some of the price range ones but mm -hmm. all in all you know they're very similar they are they yes, are yes, the, yes. the ones that are similarly similarly priced mm -hmm. yeah, uh, are going to have a lot of the same features <laughs> yes. you know when you look at some of those there are some discount three and a half inch ones out mm -hmm. there for 200 bucks. There, you're going to definitely see a difference, not only in screen size, but quality as well. well yes, yes, yes. That is, that is generally true. It's, uh, it's true what they say, you, you get what you pay for. That is yes, true. Yes, yes. All right. Wise, wise words. This is Wise Words Talk Live. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. OK, here we go now. We're, we're kind of doing the best we can here because we have to show various size devices and uh, various configurations. <laughs> and we have one size table. We have one size table. And <laughs> there's already many things on it. Yeah. Um, but here is the next device we're going to look at. Did you switch over to the? Um, so we're on the main camera at the okay, moment. Good. And this is the uh, the Connect 12. So this is a device made by Humanware, made specifically for the education market. Mm -hmm. Although it can be used outside of that, but. 
It has a number of features that make it very applicable to the education market. This is a fairly, this is quite a high-tech device. When we talk about high-tech devices, even there, there's some stratification. Sure. The, the magnifier we just looked at, very simple to use, you know, just a few buttons. But something like this that we're going to look at now, we're talking about um, going up a level in Next terms step of complexity. Up. Yep, yeah. For sure. So, you know, depending on the student uh, and their comfort with technology, this might not be applicable. But, and you'll see that this, this device ha offers way more. So obviously, yes. the more functionality yes. it offers, the yes. more complexity is exactly. going to be. Exactly, yeah. Um, a lot of kids are good with technology. So, I mean, I do know a lot of teachers will introduce them to devices mm -hmm. like this at quite an early age. Um, so I wouldn't say necessarily be scared of it, um, but just be aware. Now, this the, one of the nice things about this device is it folds away and it becomes almost like a briefcase type of thing. Protects um, the screen. Yeah, so it yeah, protects the nice. screen. It does have a, um, a carry bag with it as well. Um, but yes, when you fold it, it will protect the screen, and it's it's light enough to easily carry in between um, classes. Um, so that's a really nice, uh, really nice feature. Now I'm going to try and put this under the webcam so we can take a look at it. If you would bear with me a second here, I'm going to fold out the screen, and I'll switch to the webcam. We are running out of room quite badly here. Um, okay, so let's go to the webcam. OK, now, at the moment, it's going to look strange because it's got a lot of reflections on it. But I'm hoping when we turn on the screen yes. here, that should become somewhat clearer. OK, so <clears throat> we're, uh, this is a touchscreen device. There is no physical controls, mm -hmm. although you can connect a Bluetooth keyboard. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, by default, there is no uh, physical controls. We are just interacting with the, with the touchscreen. And when we turn on this device, we are uh, looking at a specific app which essentially um, you know, it, it takes over the system in a sense. Mm -hmm. When you turn the system on, you're not seeing Android. And this is an Android-based tablet, but you're not seeing that. You're seeing this specific uh, software, which is the Prodigy software. Mm -hmm. um, how do you think they spell Prodigy? P-R-O-D-G-I. No, P-R-O-D-I-G-I. -I. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So they have their own special spelling. Prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so this is the the, uh, the Prodigy software. Now this is actually this software is on a few different devices, not just the Connect 12. And uh, I'm going to show you another device as well after this. Um, so they have been going with this for a little while. The first uh, device they introduced it on was the the desktop. It was an actual, the Prodigy. Yeah, yeah, and it had a little tablet it that did. popped in. It was actually a, a Clever design. Very I don't clever. think it. I don't think it sold terribly. Yeah, I was just going to say. Um, <laughs> clever I think design this is terribly. this design is a much makes more sense. I think than what the, you know that. Yes. Yes. Anyway, um, Andre says, "What's the name of the Ruby that talks?" I don't think there's a Ruby that talks, but there are some other handhelds. There is a Compact Ten from Optelec, mm -hmm. which uh, is fifteen ninety five, and uh, that one has really good OCR. Now that's uh, just a touchscreen device, so mm -hmm. if you don't like touchscreens, you probably won't like that one. Does it? I thought the Ten had buttons on the bottom. No, 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 okay. it was not. no, okay. no. no. Um, and the uh, the, Snow 12. the other one that we like is the Snow Twelve yeah. from Zoomax, and that one um, that one. Uh, both of those do full page OCR. Six inch? Is there any six inch though? Like the? Yeah, they, I think well, the, Zoomax have a six inch, but I've never tried it. So does I'm it have OCR? To. And then yes, I think um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's another company I think that's got one too. I can't okay. think of it. If off anybody know, else knows any more, yeah. then let us know. But yes, yeah, so we've had success with the Compact Ten and the Snow Twelve for OCR for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Oh, uh, somebody says there's a Compact Six as well with OCR and speech. So thank you very much. Yes, uh, and somebody also said the Reveal Sixteen I. Yes, that's true, but that one's not so portable. Um, yeah, so we'll I, be I showing that, that one in just a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to the Prodigy software. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, 
This is what they call the carousel. And we have all the different functions displayed here in the carousel. Magnifier. So <coughs> starting from, um, from the end Settings. here, help. we have a help function, which uh, will link you to videos that you can watch on how to use the device. Settings. Very exciting settings menu that we Ooh, uh, yes. all love to, to peruse. Gallery. Here we have the gallery. Now, uh, this is where saved images are stored. We can, we can save images. I will talk about this, but we can save images into here. Magnifier. Magnifier mode. This is where we can go to, uh, surprisingly, magnify things. Yeah, live, sure live video magnifier yeah, mode. Crazy. Yeah, it's very. Distance. Uh, distance mode. This is where we can do distance viewing. Books. Books for downloading books from Bookshare mm -hmm. and uh, listening to them. Calculator. Accessible calculator, which I understand is now a scientific calculator as well. Yeah. Yes. I believe so. Yeah. Quick access. This is where we can adjust uh, things which are quickly that we want to be quickly available through the menu. So here. versus going through the settings, you can add a few things <laughs> yes, into the quick yes, app. Yes, I believe sure. so. And then uh, apps, we can add um, apps on the Android side if we want to access oh, the, to those from. Oh, here that's as cool. Well. Yeah. Okay, so let's take a quick look at some of these. We're going to go to the magnifier mode. So what we have here, um, this machine can magnify just like the smaller handheld that we, we were looking at, right? Um, so we put our document underneath the screen here, and uh, it will show up. And we can zoom in. Now, we can use pinch zoom, but there is also this uh, row of buttons along the bottom that we can use if we prefer. And so there's magnification increase and decrease there. And um, uh, so we can zoom in like that. I prefer pinch zoom. We can also change the color of the text. So where we have a high contrast white on black, Positive. high contrast black on white, color. and then back to regular color. Um, somebody else says that the Juno from APH has got OCR, and that's a 7-inch. Oh, yeah. That's what I was trying to think. It was okay. the new Juno. Yes, yep. yes. thank you. I, yeah, uh, thank thank you, you for that. So that was Janelle. Thank you very much. OK, so um, on the magnifier mode, in, in yes. some of the, the, the early on Connect 12s, it had like a because yeah, like the, the Star Wars, Star Wars yeah, yeah, that's been addressed for pretty decent yeah, because so it's still it, using the built-in. It is, yeah. So because the uh, the screen is at an angle with this, and you can adjust the angle of it, mm -hmm. um, you used to get kind of this kind of Star Wars effect where the text was wider at the bottom and thinner at the top, um, and that would be more apparent the more angled the screen was. Now they did actually correct that with software now, sure. Um, but it actually means that at lesser magnifications, you get these kind of black uh, bars at the bottom. Uh, but the uh, the text remains straight, and okay. as, you, as you zoom in, those black bars kind of disappear. Sure, that makes sense. So we have magnification, as you would expect. <coughs> this is an electronic magnification device. Uh, we can turn on and off the built-in lights. So if we're looking at self-lighted objects under here, we can turn off the light. But we also have full-page OCR. This is the ability for the machine to read aloud to us. We've already been talking about it a little bit. And so we can have an 8.5 by 11 underneath here and have the entire thing read aloud to us. So let's go ahead and do that. Now, it's a little bit of a, uh, a weird thing to do it. We have to pull up the screen so it's um, kind of parallel with the base. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we have to rotate the document mm -hmm. so it's sideways. We have to zoom out so we're in a full page mode. Now the camera is able to see the entire page. And then there is a button that we press. Um, and I think there might be a shortcut tap gesture There's, we can use yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. That's going to go ahead and take a picture of the document. And then it will process the image and figure out what the words are. This is how all of these OCR devices work. They will take a picture of the document, uh, process the image, figure out what the words are, and then they're able to read them to us. Now, one thing that we can do now that this uh, image has been processed is actually just read it ourselves. And the benefit to this is that we're not actually reading the physical text anymore. We're reading a computer text, which 
if the OCR was successful, mm -hmm. should be the same as the printed text. And with computer text, it doesn't matter how large you make it, it will still retain its you know, very sharp edges, good, good clarity, good contrast. Yeah. So if we want to, we could read it ourselves. But uh, because uh, the computer knows what the words are, it can also read them to us. That's um, kind of a cool thing to know, though, that just even though it's OCR mode and you think immediately that it's to read back, yes. it doesn't have to be. Exactly. Yeah. If you're struggling with a piece of paper either because whatever the text is kind of harder to read, uh -huh. yeah, t taking a snapshot and having it converted to computer mm -hmm. font may would, could be awesome then yes, to just yes. read yourself. Yeah, and there's kind of different ways to do it with this. So at the moment, we have an image of the page, and we can zoom in on that and pan around mm -hmm. uh, using the touch screen. But instead, if we want, if we actually hit the play button. Neo Smart Pen N2, opening notebooks. Each different notebook you write in will automatically create a new notebook in the new. And I'll stop it there. So it was reading to us. And you guys can't see the entire width of the screen, but all the words are being displayed. It's reading to us. It's highlighting. Mm -hmm. uh, but we don't actually, even in this mode now where it's displaying it, um, it's not kind of giving us a, it's not showing us the page anymore. It's mm -hmm. taken the words and it's put them onto the screen. And um, as we magnify here, it will wrap the words to the width of the screen. So when we're zooming in on the kind of page reproduction, we have to pan around using our finger yeah. left and right, right, as well as up and down. But in this mode here, we can make the text right. as large as Very we want, large. and it will wrap to the width of the screen. So all we have to do is use one finger to scroll down. Oh, and so even here, yeah. it's nice to read even without yeah. the voice, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, so but you're not, you don't have to scan, pan right and exactly, left any you don't longer. Exactly, pan right and left. Okay. It's very simple just to pan up and down instead. Sure. Uh, but also, we have that reading capability here. And you can change the color of the highlighting. You can change the color of the, <coughs> the background. You can change the color of the text, all of those things. Sure. So you can also have this display differently. This is, uh, this is kind of paragraph uh, display. Uh, one of the really cool things we can do is we can have it in line display. So all the text is just displayed on a single line, which scrolls um, from uh, right to left. Sure. So if we have central vision loss, for example, we can fixate uh, on a point where that text will be scrolling through our peripheral vision, the sure. best area of our vision, sure. and uh, kind of read it like that. So and I would uh, think that's also decent for those who may get easily visually distracted by Seven, you know, even the text below. Like sometimes it's nice just to block out. Yeah, no, and totally. Yeah, see, yeah you I can know, see that. Yeah, keeps you a little more focused as you're reading. Yeah. So I've just changed it to line mode here, so uh, we can see this is just. Touch one to open it. Everything's in a line here. Are you able to adjust where that line of text is? As far to... as I know, no. It okay. will be displayed centrally. So you'd have to yeah. visually move. Exactly. You, you just use... move your eyes. Yep. 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 Got it. Uh, a few comments here. Um, Anne says that you can save images and text for handouts. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, Kenneth says that he likes our chicken joke. Well, Kenneth, it wasn't mine. I'd love to claim that I uh, came up <laughs> with that one, but I did take no, it off the internet. But, none of the uh, jokes are ours. But he, no, but he <laughs> plans to use it at the next um, Vista San Jose Blind Center meeting next Wednesday. Awesome. We do ask, please, that you uh, credit us <laughs> and send everyone over to vision-forward.org slash techtalklive to register for our event. That was incredibly smooth. Call. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm impressed. And uh, Anne says that the, um, that the Connect 12 has got three user modes, basic, intermediate, and advanced, uh, which changes the, uh, the, the icons of things yeah, that are Yeah, that's yes. very true. That's a, good, that's a good point, too, for depending on the level of your student, what they're capable of yes, and comfortable with. That's a great tip. I yeah. would do that in the settings. Yep. 
Let's back out of here. Page. We're back to our view of the of the page. This is still the uh, the computer text that we're looking at here. Mm -hmm. And one of the really cool things that we can do here is we can save this image and actually annotate directly on it. So let's say that you have given a student a handout and they need to um, fill out some answers, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we can go ahead and hit a button save. here to save the image. Okay, now we save the image. Now we're going to draw on the image. Okay, so I'm going to hit a pen icon. It's showing us the image of the page. This is just the picture of the page this okay. time. And uh, we can zoom in on that image. And we are able to go ahead and annotate directly on here. I'm just drawing pictures because I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, but you could fill in, oh, do a smiley face. But you could, uh, you could, <laughs> fi you could fill in, uh, or students could fill in answers to questions, for example. Or, yeah, you know, circles. Or Yes, yeah, circle things. Circle yeah, spots yeah, yeah, that you yeah. want to come back to, or exactly. We have a pen. We can change the color of it. We have a highlighter. We can change the color of it and the thickness. Sorry, the color okay. and the thickness of both of those. We can also draw uh, write text on here. Um, so now you'd have to do this with the keyboard. Uh, no, that's not true. You can dictate as well. Mm -hmm. um, so now we've created actually a text box with text inside that can be moved and enlarged, uh, which is kind of cool. That's cool. And we can also, these are going to be saved in the gallery. So we can access these at any time, and we can share them. So we can share them via email. We can share them mm -hmm. to uh, Google uh, Drive. Uh, we can share them uh, to a USB stick. Sure. You know, there's various ways of sharing these. So if I'm a student, I could uh, fill these out and then share them directly with, with the teacher, mm -hmm. uh, which is really cool. So, And obviously, these annotation things you're talking about, this is more, this will be specific. Well, Okay, this is probably a stupid thing I'm about to say. Anyway, I was going to say I was going to say that they're specific to low vision users, but this device as a whole is really yes, is really low vision yeah, users. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking yeah, we were yeah, in the yeah. OCR piece, and then yeah, yeah but no, you're right. No. For this one, it's definitely going to yeah. be geared toward low vision uh, low vision users. <laughs> so let's get out of here. <clears throat> now I'm I'm not going to do a full demo of this because uh, we have a fair few things to get through, but uh, we do have a video covering uh, all the aspects, um, not of the e Connect 12 actually, but of the reveal, which is essentially the it's same device. Almost identical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, most of the features. You can see those at uh, youtube.com forward slash infocus technology. Yes. yes. Um, so let's just take a, a quick look at one of the other distance. features here the distance uh, feature, important for the classroom. Excuse me while I bend over and get the distance camera. So the distance camera is a wireless um, Sony camera. Uh, no, this is a Kodak, actually, wireless Kodak uh, camera. It is designed to sit in either side of the, um, the, the stand. The stand, thank you. Mm -hmm, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, let me switch back to the camera just to see if I can. OK, this, okay. <laughs> OK, here we go. So all right, here we go. So, um, so we can have it on the left side. We can have it on the right side, if we can see that there. And so it, whether you're left or right-handed, you, uh, you're covered, which is uh, a nice little feature. Let's move this back again. OK, here we go. OK. So <clears throat> it's the camera is wireless, um, so that's nice. Um, you do have to remember, though, to charge it separately from the device. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's one thing. We'll go into the distance mode. Let's hope I remember to charge it separately from it's the device. Gonna Otherwise, say. we're going to be in big trouble. So I'm going to turn on the camera now. Hopefully, it's going to automatically connect, and we will start to see uh, whatever the camera sees. I say hopefully, because we're not there yet. And there we go, though. OK. So now we Ye are. have little faith. I know. Right, <laughs> so now we're seeing uh, out into the room where we're filming here. Hopefully, everything is looking somewhat tidy, at least. And uh, we have controls on the screen for magnification. Um, so we can zoom in and out. There's also controls on the camera for magnification, which were a little bit snappier and more responsive. Zoom in and out here. 
And uh, I, I believe the, the highest level you can go to with, with the, there's two cameras. I, I believe the highest level you can go to is uh, 25 times magnification. Mm -hmm. We can also take pictures here, which is really useful. Those will be saved in the gallery. We can also shoot video. So um, pretty uh, fully featured. I think we have to have an SD card in there to shoot video. One of the other really cool things we can do is uh, kind of split screen this. And so I can go into split screen mode. Now, on the bottom of the device, we have displayed the, uh, the image from the, the bottom camera. And so we could write underneath here, for example, while at the top, we are seeing what's happening on the board or whatever cool. it might be. Um, so this is a really cool uh, feature, uh, productivity feature. Are you able to adjust? Is it just a 50-50 split? Are you able yes. to adjust the? Um, that's a great who, question. Who take, you know, yeah, uh, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I'm to be guessing quite with not, because that's that gets pretty complicated. Yeah, to, it's, it it may be possible. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, so I'm not 100% sure. But that's a distance mode. Very, Very cool. cool. Yes. It works yes. exactly as it's advertised. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how that happens. <laughs> Good. Um, okay, now the question is how can I get back out to the regular mode? Because it seems to be, we seem to have a little glitch here. I think you have to hit the home. The Yes, we, we've got a little glitch going on, but uh, I think we've managed to get out of it. OK. Back and forth. <laughs> so we I literally did a software update on this device like a few seconds before, well, always a few minutes a, before we started. Always the best always idea, idea when you're about to go live. Yes, indeed. Is updating yes, indeed. your software. Yes. yes, indeed. What could go wrong? All right, so we have uh, books here. We can download books from Bookshare. We can change the size of the text. We can have those books read aloud to us. Very simple, large print interface. I'm not going to go into it right now because we don't have time. Um, but that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And then the calculator, large print, um, spoken aloud, you know, all yep. of that type of good stuff as well. And, th and those that are interested, <clears throat> excuse me, APH has partnered with Humanware and did some wonderful Connect 12. Uh, webinars over uh, over the last six months or so. So head over to APH and, and you can check out some of those too. They've, they've really tackled every, and apparently, every piece. Um, uh, so it's, uh, I think this is Amy, says that um, it comes, if you get this through APH, mm -hmm. who obviously can use quota Quoto, funds, yeah. mm -hmm. then uh, it will come with a pencil and a keyboard included, oh, which very is cool. nice. Very cool. And the keyboard is cool. Um, you can use it in the Prodigy side, but we can also go out to the Android side. So for the more advanced students, we can go out to Android. And now we have access to Android magnification. Sure. We have uh, access to Android Screen Reader, so uh, you know blind individuals are able to use that to access the Android side here. We have access to Google Classroom. We have access to all the Android apps. Yeah. Um, so everything Android is is here as well for those more advanced students. And the keyboard could be a nice way of for interacting sure. with that side of things, especially if you're doing text input. If you're going yeah, into docs, sure. and, yeah, exactly, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can go back to the Prodigy side whenever we want. Uh, Jason tells us we ca you can get the Sony camera as an option with the Connect 12. Oh, so. interesting. Look at all these intelligent people we've got with us today. Yeah, I don't know why. We should all just unmute them. Yeah, and, we'll uh, just let them do the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> all right. Um, so that was a quick overview of the Connect 12. Um, please do check out uh, youtube.com forward slash infocus technology if you want to get a better, a more in depth idea. And you would want to watch the Reveal 16 video. Oh, dear if you were going to do that. Now, the yeah. Reveal 16 is the Connect 12's big brother. Allow me to s to get that from here. This is where things wrong. are going to get very nothing interesting. Nothing can go wrong here. OK, so we're going to have to switch cameras again. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. OK, so this is where things are going to get very interesting. Oh, one-handed. Here we go. OK. Oh, wow, that was intense. <laughs> um, Almost had a file workman's comp there for yeah, a moment. Seriously. Okay, uh, so here we are. 
This is the reveal. Now, this is very, very close to the camera. <laughs> it looks huge, probably. <laughs> OK. Um, and I lost my headphone in the process here. Yeah, I do apologize. OK, so here's the reveal 16. I mean, I don't want to show too much here because um, this is very similar in terms of its software to the Kinect 12. But this is in a foldable desktop electronic magnification yeah. format. So with this one, we have a, a much better camera in general. Oh, god, the thing just collapsed. <laughs> we have a much better camera in general. The camera is located, uh, well, I'm not sure you can actually see it, but it's located behind the screen. And um, in the live magnification mode that we're in at the moment, you uh, can use the camera for close-up viewing and distance viewing. Um, and then to switch through to the Prodigy side, we just hit a button on the front of the device, and that would switch us through to the Prodigy side of the software. And uh, in the Prodigy side, we can do all of the things yeah. that we just saw in the Connect 12. The big difference with this one is, uh, in the Prodigy side, it does not have a distance mode because the distance mode for this one um, is actually using the camera that's built into mm -hmm. it, and uh, that you do on the on the, the live on the live magnification yeah. side of things. I like the Reveal 16 for a couple of reasons. I like you know if you're looking for something that you're going to be doing a little bit more, you know, long form reading books and things yes. like that. This is going to just be more comfortable, better quality. I like the physical buttons on the front. If you're yep. gonna again, if your primary use is 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 as a video magnifier, you've got dedicated buttons on the front for all the things you need to do. Yes. But then you've got all that advanced product, all the stuff we just saw on the Connect 12. You you have access to all that, including the full Android platform and platform uh, as well too. So I think a lot of it comes down to portability yep. and really what your main goal is. Is you're gonna are you doing a lot of more long form reading in, in an area that's going to be more stationary? And then I think the reveals your better bet. Uh, just to be clear with that, yeah. the, the Connect 12 is the Connect 12 because it has a 12 inch screen. That is the true. The reveal 16 is a reveal 16 because it has a 16 inch screen. Also very true. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, uh, how, how big do you think the Kinect 25 screen is? Well, it doesn't exist, so ah, I will say 100-inch screen. <laughs> you nailed it. And it's portable. Um, the Reveal 16 <laughs> is a foldable CCTV. That means you can fold it flat, and uh, you can transport it. Now, I will say it's significantly heavier, heavier than the Kinect sure, 12. Sure. I had trouble lifting it up. I mean, I'm quite a scrawny guy, right? But I, I, no, did, I, I had trouble lifting it up uh, with one hand just then. So you probably don't want to be lugging it around too much. And definitely for your smaller kids, you know, yeah, they, for sure. they probably Does it come with a rolling case? I don't believe it does. It comes I, with a case? It comes with a case. I, I think. not remember oh, well, if it was rolling or not. I don't know though. if the case comes with it now or if it's separate. Um, but, oh, that's a good call. But it's not a rolling case. I believe it's just a shoulder okay, bag. got it. Anybody so it's a, dra it's a dragging case. Dragging gear, exactly. <laughs> Hold it by the strap and just drag it along the floor. Um, but yeah, the Reveal 16 is basically very similar. The main benefit, larger screen, uh, higher quality camera, yeah. more magnification, and um, yeah, but, uh, but, but heavier and less possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let's Speaking move that off. Speaking of heavier, now you got to. Yep, we're kind of running out of time because I want to get onto you, Corey, as well. But uh, I will quickly show this device here, which is. The OrCam, O-R-C-A-M, OrCam. And uh, there's a few different models of these. Actually, they made it very confusing because there's, there's 
almost infinite models because you can basically configure this how you want it now. Yeah. Let me say what it is first. This is uh, ultimately it's an optical character recognition OCR device. So it reads printed text aloud to us, similar to what we were just looking at with the Kinect 12. Um, that's what it's best at. It's very good at, at doing that. But uh, you can get it with other features as well, uh, facial recognition, um, uh, color identification, product recognition, money uh, identification. Mm -hmm. So it, it can do other things as well. But it, it does best. Uh, it reads. It does OCR the best it's, out of it's all. Primary. I think it's, it's primary, primary yeah. function. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they have two main kind of configurations of this. They have this one, which is glasses mounted. And so this one actually goes on the side of a pair of, of glasses. And um, that way, it's, it's wherever you look, the camera is looking. There's a camera in the front of this. Uh, wherever you look, the camera is looking as well. Um, so that's pretty convenient. And then the other version, which I unfortunately don't have here, is more of a pen style. So you would hold it in one hand. And uh, it's a little bit bigger than, uh, than this guy, but not significantly. It's very lightweight. And uh, so you would hold that one in one hand. Now, the way that that one works is that uh, a laser is shone out of the end of the device. So as I'm pointing it toward a sheet of paper, I would uh, hold a button. A laser would come out, shine onto the page. And I kind of put that laser where I want it to be, you know, to read. And then, uh, and then I let go of the button. And it will start to read the text aloud to me. That one's really nice. I know that uh, schools um, have been uh, have been getting those devices. Very very simple to use, and the quality of the OCR is good. So the voice is uh, very intelligible, and it does a good job of uh, kind of figuring out what the words are and reading them to you. Um, that one is called the OrCam Read. OrCam Read. Mm -hmm. Now this one is called the OrCam My Eye, and this is the glasses mounted one. Um, this one has the reading capabilities, but it also can have those other capabilities as well if you want them, but those are optional. So um, you can buy this device just for reading, or you can add on other features. Oh, thank you. Just told me what time it was. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, different configurations uh, depending on what you need. Um, these obviously can be good for print disabilities as well. However, they don't have any kind of visual display, so it is purely audio. Mm -hmm. uh, so it depends how how your students you know get on with that. So this device, uh, we have a touch bar. And we can operate it using the touch bar, but we can also use gestures. Uh, allow me to demonstrate here. OK, so and it may be a little hard to hear this just because of the nature of the device, but let's give it a try. So I'm going to put the camera on the glasses. I need to find that piece of paper. Oh, no, it's trapped in the Connect 12. <laughs> <laughs> we both need it. There you go. OK, wow. OK, so here we go. <laughs> So all we have to do with this is we look toward what we want to read. We point at what we want to read. And the camera will see our finger. And it will take a picture of what we want to read and read it to us, like so. Just took a picture. I'll hold it down here a little bit. The microphone shows up in the bottom right corner on the list of notebook pages. Choose the page touch the teal. And I'll hold my hand out with the fingers extended to stop it reading. So pointing and holding your hand out in a stop gesture are very natural to do. Mm -hmm. And so I would say this, this device is uh, easy to operate um, for the most part. There are some intricacies. Um, but uh, it's very fast with its OCR, and it's very accurate, uh, which is really nice. And the pen is the same. It has the same OCR engine, so it's very fast and very accurate. I think it's, been, I think it's one of the best OCR engines on the market. Computer-based, yes. smartphone-based, doesn't matter. I think OrCam is 
probably the best. I, I would agree, yeah. So um, it definitely does a good job. Um, and uh, yeah, the only complexity I would say is there is some stuff that you have to do with the touch bar. Sure. For example, um, if you want to pause as it's reading, you have to double tap on the touch bar. If you want to forward, uh, skip forward, you have to swipe forward on the touch bar. If you want to skip, skip back, you have to swipe backwards. So there's some stuff which uh, you need to use the touch bar for, uh, for, and that makes it a little more complicated. They are introducing more and more voice commands. So there is a microphone built in, and so they are introducing more and more voice commands, which is cool. So you can do stuff with your voice, and they're going to be uh, soon expanding on that. I, I was about to say what it was, but I don't think I'm supposed to at the moment, but okay. uh, they are going to be expanding on that feature in the near future. And something that they released for this recently is smart reading. And this, as far as I know, is unique to OrCam. Smart reading is a way for you to ask OrCam to find specific things on a page. So you take a picture of the page, mm -hmm. and then it asks you what you're looking for. So let's say I have a menu. Um, I take a picture of the menu. It asks me what I'm looking for. I say desserts. And it will look, scan look what it's seen and find desserts and then read that section of the page to me. That's cool. It's a way that the downside to OCR in the past has been just the fact that visually you can scan text quite easily. Sure. With OCR devices, it's not as easy. So this is a way to counteract that and allow you to essentially scan through. That makes text. A, kind of a fine, yeah, fine feature. That's yes, cool. the fine feature. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's really cool. And uh, there's other stuff coming down the pipeline as well. They're always improving on the software. So cool. I think this could be a useful device. It's kind of expensive. Ooh, we got a thunderstorm going on things. outside. Hopefully, we don't lose power here. That's well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of expensive. Assistive technology devices usually are, which is why it. Uh, I mean, obviously you, you can use quota funds and stuff if you're going through the schools. Um, but uh, you know, if um, it, it's always worth investigating the low tech yeah. uh, features yeah. first. Yeah, for sure. Right, I'm going to stop talking because I've been talking for a long time here. Yeah. And uh, it's time for Corey to regale us with tales of the uh, the iPad. Yeah. So I we we don't have a. I'm not going to spend a whole heck of a lot of time here. A lot of you have already been using iPads. Uh, in the classroom for your students. And most of you might already be familiar with this app, and, and that's good. And that's because it's probably the number one app that all students who are using an iPad should have uh, on their iPad. At least that's my opinion. Um, you switched over. I did. Oh, you're so mm -hmm. smart. So we're going to take a look at Voice Dream Reader today. And we're just going to look at a couple quick features about Voice Dream Reader, again, because most of you might be familiar with it. Page 202, so Voice Dream Reader. So let's go ahead and open it up Double here. Add button. So Voice Dream Reader is, uh, there's a couple, a, a couple of apps kind of smushed into one here. But really, Voice Dream Reader is your, your number one app for consuming text. Now, that could be in a couple of different ways, and we'll show a couple different ways today. That could be importing books directly from Bookshare. So if you're looking for fiction or nonfiction or periodicals or textbooks that might be on Bookshare, we can bring those directly in, uh, browse and download them and read them directly in VoiceStream Reader. We could be connecting to Google Drive or Dropbox. So for example, if you have a shared Google Drive with your student, you could drop in PDFs, you could drop in Word documents, text files, and the student can then directly import them in, browse Dropbox or Google Drive, and be able to bring those right in to read. You may also use another app made by VoiceDream called VoiceDream Scanner, and we'll show that in a little bit. 
and that's going to allow us to OCR, use the camera on our iPad or iPhone, uh, or if we're using an Android device because it is cross-platform, we can take a picture of that document and uh, perform OCR on it. Once you've got your, your material in, then there is so many different ways that Voice Dream Reader allows you to consume that from the low vision side, so many different visual settings, from the blindness perspective, having uh, it read with its own text-to-speech. So let's take a look now. I've, when I've opened up my app here, I'm brought right to my library. And my library is going to show me any materials I've already kind of imported or put on, uh, on into Voice Dream Reader. I just have uh, one, I believe, right now. And you, but, but as you start to import more and more, you can create folders to, to better organize as well. But first, before we dive into looking, let's go uh, add a piece of content. We're going to add something directly from Bookshare here. So in the top left corner, there's an add button. Add button. So we'll double tap that. As you can add see, document. I am, or as you can hear, I'm using voice over for this uh, demonstration. So now that I've typed on add, I've got uh, a couple, any options I've enabled already. So you'll see that we have close button scanner. There's our scanner. We're going to do that in a moment. That's where we can take a picture of a document. File browser. We have file browser. So if I want to go in and grab something, uh, I can use the file browser. Clipboard. If I've got text that I've copied onto my clipboard from another app, I can tap clipboard here and pull that in, which can be very cool, especially if you've grabbed something from online. Google Drive. I've enabled Google Drive, so I'm seeing that in my menu here. Bookshare. And I also have Bookshare because I've enabled that more and then the, at the end we have more and more if we double tap we're going to go in and see all the other things we can enable bookshare. let's go back to bookshare we'll double tap collections button. so now we've got a number of options within bookshares here from collections to categories to latest so you can kind of drill down to find what you want we'll just choose collection new york times bestsellers and then under collection we have a number of different options we'll just choose new york times at the at the top here fiction and then we have fiction, nonfiction. We'll choose fiction. fiction. And now fiction. we get a list of all the New York Times fiction books. So we'll swipe through here and just see what we have a little bit. The Hill We Climb, Amanda Gorman. To the Red Book, James Patterson, David Ellis. To Wild Child, Eloisa James. 2021. So let's say, for example, we want to download this book. We'll just double tap. I was just thinking that was your kind of book. I don't even know what it is because <laughs> I have a wild child. I'm going to double tap. Wild Child. Right. Wild child heading. So we'll go in. We're now seeing. Uh, now we're, we have kind of the book details. Eloisa James. We'll get to the author. Subtitle, Wilds of Lindo Castle. Goodreads stats: 4.11 stars. So you can see how it's on Goodreads. Synopsis: Eloisa James returns to the Wilds of Lindo Castle series with the next wild child. Who we runs. can see we get a synopsis here. So we'll keep going. Category: History, Category. Language: English. ISBN: so Publisher. Copyright. Copyright. You look added date. For? Added date. Added Ooh, where's our download? Is it back? Did I miss it? Good sub LOE. Wild child. Wild child. Back. Back button. Children's book. Back. Back button. Back. Well, why are we being difficult? Why are we being difficult? I just did. Eternal. You know, it's weird. Wild child. Eloisa James. I wonder. We're not seeing our download button. Describe image headings. Which is very weird. Speaking rate. Typically, that happens when your Bookshare account is not active, but obviously ours is because I downloaded a book before we came in. Uh, typically, there is a download button after each of these. Why I'm not seeing it now is... It's the curse of the demonstration. It, it really is because mm -hmm. we're doing a live demo. But 
The good news is, is I downloaded a book before we started hey. this. So the point, though, after each of these books, we should see a download button. Why we're not right now, I'm not sure. Throw it in the chat, maybe, if you know what I'm doing wrong. But well, let's close this and head back to our library for a moment, because then we'll see what it looks like after we Filter download button. a book. Win. Why the consequence? So Double jeopardy. Stuart Woods. Two back button. So go back. back. And I think New we York top find award winners. Popular. No, oh, New York back search. Search book share. Head back button. There we go. Back dimmed. Vertical scroll bar. One page. Zero percent. Adjust. Double jeopardy. Stuart. The bounty. Janet. Oh. note Eternal. Lisa. So refresh. Close button. Here. Filter. Come button. on. Sword order. Close button. Close button. There it is. Hiding on me. There we go. Add there we go. Button. Now we're back to our main menu, and we already have a book on it. I think it's Harry Potter. If I'm not Harry yep, Potter there it is. So why that? Down Let's see if it's going to let us read it because it was being so. difficult. But after you've tapped the download button, then you'll be uh, you can come back to your library here, and you're going to have a list of all of your books. We'll double tap on our book here. Now what library we're getting button. is we are seeing the book visually on the screen, and um, so we can visually read it if we want to. We also have some options up in the top right corner. We have our visual settings and, and also audio settings. So if we just take a look at visual, visual real quick. Button. I tapped it right off the bat. Look at visual that. Settings. Nice. In, in our visual settings, we can make Close. changes to a number of different button. things. So not only can we change the foreground and background color, but we can also go in and change the highlighting color, the cursor color. One of the things you'll see, though, by default, we can change the font, font spacing, spacing. You can see colors, heading, adapt to system style, switch button on. So right now we have a Double button here that says adapt to system style. So you're going to see that the uh, the black and white options are dimmed out right now, and the reason they're dimmed is because I have it turned on to uh, to follow whatever the system's doing. So if I went in and turned on invert colors within uh, the iOS settings, then it would carry right over to here. But if I turn this off, selected dark button. Now you can four. see I can actually change selected. the color dark. contrast as well. Well, so I can Custom. choose dark selected. or light. Button. Um, but you light. won't be able to change those if you have uh, um, adapt to system, adapt style. To system style turned on. So mm -hmm. just be aware. Uh, that that might be there. Again, we can go through this visual settings. We can change the highlighting colors, font spacing, font type. So you can really configure it visually to exactly how you colors. want it. Select close button. Besides visual, Library. there's also button. audio settings. So we can go in and change uh, how fast it's reading, what voice it's going to be using. So right now I have voiceover reading uh, as I'm moving around, but when I actually have uh, uh, voice stream reader itself play position to about 17 position about 18 minutes search see if we can button, find next item button. button navigation you play nav, nav, nav play button you'll Adjust see when button. i double tap play the the quiet ditch world cup my lord said wormtail frank dug his finger still more vigorously into it you can hear that Heather acapella Heather is reading instead so you I can guess, choose I, i'd like to i'd like to uh, commend Acapella Heather yeah. for her attempt to pronounce the word Quidditch. Yeah, she did pretty good. Not easy for a text-to-speech no, voice. Not, not so much. <laughs> I prefer my voice stream reader voice to be different than my voiceover voice because for me, it just uh, my brain works better if I have a different voice reading. I'm like, okay, I know I'm reading. Pay attention. That makes sense. Versus if it's the voiceover, I've trained my brain to sort of ignore half of what voiceover says. <laughs> yeah, right. So I like to go in and change that. Besides the, uh, while it's reading then, you have all of these different ways that you can adjust and move by. 
we can move uh, these navigation units. We can go by 30 seconds, 60 seconds. We can move by page, sentence. So you can really drill down on how you move uh, while it's playing it back. Besides moving while it's playing it back, you can also um, navigate by heading, by highlights, and by bookmarks. So you're able to highlight text here. You're able to set bookmarks in specific spots so that when you want to come back and view those, you can do so. So in the bottom left corner is a way we can bring up a list of all that. The boy is nothing. Let's find it here. If my... Come on. Oh, no. no. Why? Did it just crash Photo us? Booth. I don't know if it crashed Shortcuts. or... Well, I didn't Apple hit the home button. Garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try again. <laughs> voice dream reader. That's weird. Oh. Library. I thought button. you did hit the home button. That's no. I didn't do it. Why should we wait until the okay, World Cup is over? So About 18 minutes. Page headings. Right, bookmarks and highlights. All right. So now we've got a list up. And by default, it's set to our headings. So because this is a... Oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. Daisy. daisy. Oh, yep. Thank you, I couldn't think of it. Because it's a daisy book, we've got nice uh, uh, navigation units here. So let's chapter, move chapter, to... Chapter five, level two, Should we go to the end and see how it goes? I'd love to see the last level sentence, two, please. Ten, <laughs> All right, we're going to go eight, to chapter two, eight here. Tap, and immediately starts reading back to us. And we also visually have it. So as it's reading, it's visually highlighting for us as well, too. Lovely. So we can quickly move around. Now, I had it set to heading, but if we would have changed up on top there, we could have changed it to bookmark. We could have also changed it to highlighting, so we can quickly jump. Let's uh, pause there a second, because we are reaching the end of our allotted time. Okay. So I want to make sure that those people who need to leave are able I'll, to get yeah, their let's, closing We can code. give that, and then I j all I have left is just to show the scanner taking a picture. So that'll Excellent. be quick, too. So. Uh, again, ACVREP, uh, you can head to vision-forward.org slash live. And today's closing code is... What is out. it? Out. 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 With an exclamation mark. Now, I don't know Ooh. if that's required or not. I don't know. I haven't decided. Extra Send points. Extra points. Ooh, if oh, you, no, we uh, cannot give extra okay. points. <laughs> I, take it, I take it back. No extra points. So out is your closing code today for ACVREP. Those who need to leave, please feel free. Um... Thanks for joining us today. I just have one more thing left to show, and then we'll we'll quick do any questions that we might have. So bear for those who can wait, bear with me for another couple minutes. All right, let's switch back to our iPad view here. All right. 11, so we're going to go back out of our book here. And Text. audio settings. It's really weird. Our, uh, library, iPad's library, being goofy. There we go. Top left corner, we're going to tap library. Now we'll go back to our main Harry screen Potter, here. Edit, filter, we're going to go back button. to the top left corner to add, and this time we're going to choose scanner. Add document, close, scanner. There we go. We're going to double tap scanner, and now uh, VoiceStream scanner button. has launched. It's now built in, and we have a nice live camera view. And I'm going to steal that piece of paper from you. I'm going to try doing this. Uh, there's too many cords, <laughs> and I can't stand up, so we're going to do our very best here. We're going to try doing this. I have complete faith. Batch, auto capture, batch, capture image. So I'm going to find the capture image. I'm going to see if I can line this up as well as I think I can. And we're going to take a picture. Capture it. So it's going to take the picture. Playing back a voice recording. All right. Playing back a voice recording. Why is it playing, playing back, back one? E for page has a, on the list of notebook pages. There you go. Choose the page three. Touch the teal circle with three white so dots. not too shabby. Yep. Touch replay it's reading five. it back for Touch us. And then we should have some options uh, as well then to import this in and keep this into our library mm -hmm. if we want. We don't have to. We can just discard if we're not, uh, you know, if, if we took this picture and it was just something we wanted to quickly read. 
Otherwise, like I said, we can then bring it into our VoiceStream library and then have access to that uh, document, that OCR document at any point. There's some other features in VoiceStream Scanner as well too from auto capture mode. I have that turned off, but you can turn on auto capture mode so it'll take the picture as soon as it sees all edges. There's also a batch mode, so you can do more than one page at a time as well, too. Lovely. Love VoiceStream Scanner. Great app. Super accurate. Very fast. All done on the device itself, so no internet is needed. It's not sending any of the information out to the cloud for OCR to be processed, uh, so everything is staying private on your device. So I just wanted to hand, I just wanted to highlight VoiceStream Reader again. There are so many different iPad apps out there for students. But in, in my opinion, VoiceStream Reader is really that must-have uh, uh, tool in your toolbox. There's so much there from both a low vision side and also from a blindness perspective that can really benefit not only students but but adults as well too. That is excellent. It now really let, me, is. let me ask you though, Corey, what is the cost for these lovely apps? Yeah, so if I did homework beforehand, <laughs> the problem is I've owned VoiceStream. I believe it's typically $19.99. It doesn't, okay. I guess it doesn't really matter. My sometimes there's sales, though, my too. My point is that these are paid apps. They are paid apps. Not it, super, it is not a free app at all. Not super expensive. Um, but again, VoiceStream Reader, it's doing everything from text. You can also bring audio files in as well, too. So if you've got uh, any audio content, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think I tried this and it worked. It'll also, you can bring video in. It won't play the video. It'll just play the audio from the video, but that'll work as well, nice. too. Yeah. Excellent. It really is a, a, a Swiss army knife of reading. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> Swiss army knife of reading apps. It does uh, everything. Uh, Jason has told us, thank you, Jason, that voice stream reader is $19.99, as oh, you suspected. Right. Good call. I should and, have been uh, more confident with you. You really should have been. And voice stream scanner, $5.99. So uh, the complete bundle for less than $26. Yeah. I would say that's pretty good value for money. And uh, Casey says, thank you so much for including the TVA program. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining sorry, us. Cassie. We appreciate it. Yes, we thank you for joining it. us. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, somebody else, uh, Marguerite, I think this is, or oh, I can't. Yeah. Uh, Marguerite's our grammar. Uh, okay, yep. So uh, Marguerite tells us there is Voice Dream Suite. Yes. So that's going to give. That's going to give you, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that should give you Voice Dream Reader, Voice Dream Scanner, mm. and Voice Dream Writer. Mm. All three of their apps wrapped into a suite just for you. I feel like they should have Voice Dream Learner because you know how you are supposed to be able to sleep and learn things. Oh. I mean, they've already got Dream in the title. Voice Dream so. Osmosis? Oh, I like that. <laughs> Voice Dream Osmosis, and you could learn. Um, well, I mean, they are geared towards yeah. schools. Well, it all fits. It all fits. I think it's time for us to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> all right, well, uh, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Um, YouTube channel? Well, no, we've we said it a couple times. We don't have a YouTube now. YouTube.com slash Technology. Yes, Check YouTube. us out if, if, you need more, if you need more of Luke and Corey. Yes, and who doesn't, That's quite frankly. very true. Um, on that channel, we do have, of course, a number of uh, produced videos on different assistive technology devices. Yeah. The latest one was... SuperSense. So Super two Sense weeks app, ago, yes. we did. We had Shane from SuperSense on our Tech Talk Live. And then uh, last week, Friday, we released a, released a demo video of SuperSense. If you want to see Corby getting frustrated no, at trying to use SuperSense, then that mm. is a video for you. There's a lot of editing. You. There was a lot of <laughs> editing uh, where things were not uh, working as they should. 
Uh, but we got there in the end. And also, uh, we will have recording of this session, as well as all the other Tech Talk live sessions. Yep. Those are also available on the YouTube channel. So please do go and check those out. If you do like the videos, then uh, please do um, give subscribe. the videos a like and subscribe to the For channel, because sure. that really helps with the algorithm and such. And with that being said, we look forward uh, to seeing you in two weeks. Don't hit the button yet, Chloe. I won't. I won't. Two weeks' time, we are looking at two new products. They are new to us and possibly new to you. Yeah. Cloverbook Pro. You got it. And the Clover 10 HD. Clover 10 HD. We will have both of those here. So please uh, tune cool in. Cool products. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So please tune in and uh, watch us uh, struggle to use those because we'll have only just received them. <laughs> no. Now we will be experts. <laughs> okay. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> We're going to be experts. So uh, look forward to seeing you in two weeks' time. Same place, same time. And with that, we are out. See you guys. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash Tech Talk Live.